0: All right. This is Chad Brochiers. I'm the host of Growing Up in the Wilds of Suburbia. And today we are looking at a YouTube pop-up telling me that it is initiating. (laughs) All right, now I'm live. Okay, Uh, this is Growing Up in the Wilds of Suburbia. And I'm going over uh, a conversation that I had earlier today with a good friend of mine. Uh, and what came to mind is the realization of where we currently are in our life and what we've accomplished, what we've been asking for, what we've wanted. Uh, uh, with this, it's far too often that I've noticed that people don't realize whenever they've accomplished something, like they do, but they don't. Right? It's like uh, this particular friend of mine; she has been wanting to create a a place where. She really could show her skill sets and make a big impact and really move uh what she's in like what she's devoted her life to forward. She's done a lot of different things in her life. And she's really been trying to, you know, manifest this thing into her life. And as we were talking, I'm like, well, you you have everything that you've been asking for. It's just the recognition for what that thing is. And I use the analogy of a sailboat with her in the conversation. Like, you know, it's like wishing your whole life that you had this big, beautiful, magnificent sailboat wanting it and wanting it. And before you know it, you find one, but you have to kind of polish it up and you have to, you know, redesign a few things. And, you know, maybe you have to, you know, get, new sails, or you, know, you have to get it off of the ground and put it back in the water or patch holes or paint it or whatever it is. But when you put the work into polishing it up, that is what you asked for. You asked for this in your life and you've worked diligently to create this. And step by step uh, in the process, I've, I've witnessed quite a bit of the journey and, and not all of it, but some, like quite a bit of it. And like, this is what you've been asking for. Uh, but sometimes we lose sight of where we are because we're so, into figuring out like how to manifest that thing. And then we get caught up in the details of it without realizing from the outside looking in it's, you got what you asked for. And you know, she was really like, she's like, you're absolutely right. I do have what I asked for. Oh, and the perspective shift really changed some things. Oh, it's not like I taught her, showed her anything she didn't already know. It's her attention was someplace else. And now the world of possibilities are presented a lot more. Oh, and it's enough for me to want to really bring up that topic and put it into this video is the, we need to understand what the destination is. Where do we want to go? And from there say, okay, well, I want to climb Mount Everest. Well, you're not going to show up on Mount Everest at the top. You're climbing Mount Everest, Mount Everest to get to the top. If not, then how far do you want to go in the Mount Everest? And then there's every bit of the preparation to get there know what's your medical conditions like do you have any uh what's your your skill sets you know what's your survival limits what are you trained for there uh how much money have you put into the equipment to get up there you know do you know the route are you taking the route that they have are you planning on going another route uh there's all kinds of things that come into play but there's also who they were before they showed up for that request or before they came into the like like, I want to accomplish that there's already things that have been accomplished that don't get the appreciation. I actually am here by giving that recognition. It increases the desire to continue moving forward. So I, and I've recognized this in my own life and it's common. It's so easy to forget where we currently are because of us thinking about the goal. And if you keep obsessing about the goal, that thing seems to morph and develop into something else as we keep like in the pursuit. And before you know it, you've accomplished what you originally set out for, but you haven't given appreciation for that thing. You know, people see this in other people's lives all the time. You know, I want to be a millionaire. Well, how many people become millionaires and just stop or they're good and that's it. That's, that's their destination. Or, well, now that I've made a million, I want to make 10 or now that I made 10, I want to make 50 or now that I made 50, I want to make 150, you know, it's like this exponential growth, but that's what I mean by the thing develops into something else. And we're now pursuing something that may be unobtainable. Oh, it's not to say it's wrong. Uh, but you may lose some of the benefits, some of the joys of accomplishment, and it could also drive you mad. So don't. I'm not saying anything of any of this is wrong. Everybody has their own their own desires, of what they want to accomplish in life. But what step you're going to take today is going to make the bigger step for tomorrow. So where are you right now is a great place to understand. But also, where do you want to go? Now you understand that there's a direction. Let's take a step. And those steps will be trying something you haven't tried before. If that's something that you haven't tried before is you need to make, you know, you've made 20 calls a day. Now you need to make 30. Well, you have done something different than you've done before. Although it's the same action, your a quantity has increased. So you've taken a step. If it's, well, I've always told people when I'm on the phone what I wanted versus asking them what they wanted. If you make that change, that's a step because you're now learning what the other person wants and you're no longer talking at people. You're starting to talk to people. It's okay to tell people what you want, but it's also beneficial to let them know what you, what you that you care what they want so that you start building rapport. So it's, are you bad about rapport? How do you do the checkpoints? Perhaps that's a video I should make. So where do you land on some of the things that people tell you that you should be doing in order to be successful? A lot of people check into their social medias or they check into their their media sources and pull inspirational videos or buy self-help books or things like that. There's nothing wrong with all those things. It's just sometimes we miss the details that really make it move because we qualify what we're hearing based off what we understand. And it doesn't mean that what they're saying is what we understand. It very well may be what we're hearing isn't what they're saying. It's what we want them to say. And they're telling you how to be successful from what they've done, but you don't understand what they're saying. Even though you understand the words, you're not getting what they mean and the depth, the context of it. When they say you need to go to work, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go to work. And then you do the same thing you did the day before. And they're telling you that you need more work. There's a lot of variables that are present, but the next step is take a step, track your progress, understand where you're at, Put it out there. Let people in your environment know you're making actions. You're taking steps. So you don't have to do it right away, but be prepared to. Because the people around you will support you or they won't. But it's better to understand where they lay in the process versus assuming their support. Now, don't assume their support because whenever you find out it's not there, it may deflate you and make you not want to do something. So I've gone through all of those processes in my life. And I'll tell you that the journey is something that I will never give up because the journey has helped me with the skill sets that it's gotten me to where I am now. And I am not ashamed that I'm not embarrassed. I'm not frustrated. I'm not angry and I don't regret any of it. So I have actually, I've closed three businesses in my life, 40 years old. I have had ran and closed three different businesses that I created. Uh, it's a process failing is okay. What did you learn from failing? But every step, learn something, take it. Every step is tuition. Every bit of stress that you deal with in the process is tuition. You no, know, looking for new alternatives. Like my friend did with me, she reached out and asked me if I you know, could hear her out and maybe give some advice on what she's going through. She's a very well equipped person. She's got a lot of skill sets. She's done a lot of things in her life. She has a significant ability to impact the people around her. And she reached out to ask me for help in this environment. I uh, just to listen to her and possibly give some insight. And she left with a new perspective or a reinvigorated perspective. So I encourage everyone to start looking for different opportunities to help you in the process. So oh, it's, Get clarity where you are. Talk to people to find out, you know, if you don't have clarity. Comment in the comment section. Say, I'm always up for it. I may even invite you onto the call and maybe we'll go through some things or we'll have a call together and we'll, we'll go over some stuff to see if I can help create some clarity with you as well. I love this stuff. This excites me. I love helping create solutions to challenges management systems and interacting with people is a strength of mine. It's a very strong strength. It's a, it's a huge strong suit for me and it's fun to use. And it's, it's such a sense of gratification, uh, to help people accomplish something to be able to develop with other people. It's such a reward though. uh, and gaining kind of like development partnership is such a great thing as well, but it does take time and it takes a, like it's, it's a process. So why not? What else are you going to do with it? Binging time on Netflix, if that's what you're using or whatever streaming devices, a lot of people are streaming now, or just sitting down watching TV or movies or whatever. How much time do you devote to that versus how much time do you devote to your development? I'm not saying don't do it. Hell, the way I started was when I first met my very first mentor, I worked in the power industry. I followed my brother and my father's uh, footsteps and I would have ended up retiring a fairly wealthy person had I stayed. Oh, and I worked my way up. I worked my butt off to get up there. And it was nine and a half years later after I started actually was eight and a half at this point um, where I, because I I spent an entirety of uh, nine and a half years in the power industry uh, working on the plant side to help develop or, you know, keep the plants running so that they can generate power for the customer Uh, in operations predominantly is where I spend a good deal of time. Uh, It's a technical heady job, but I met a man that is an owner of a company that's a holistic training company. Um, I I don't have his permission to share his name just yet. I haven't asked him, Uh, but he's a wonderfully beautiful person, very intelligent, very emotionally intelligent, not just cognitively intelligent. Uh, So he just, we met, it was a huge risk. It was a huge leap to leave, you know, over a hundred grand a year to step into commission only 50% commission splits. Um, no certainty, no security whatsoever, all on you and to jump straight from something that I didn't have to do any sales in to go directly into a sales for it's a holistic training company that was inside of a physical therapy office. though. So, fantastic experience. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I learned a lot about business. I learned a lot about physiology. I learned a lot about, um, corrective exercise and helping develop people. And I had learned a lot. i met a lot of other, um, mentors, but something that I got out of that, that's beyond all of that is priceless to me. And that is up until that point, the only books that I had completed outside of school, which I was 28 years old at this point, I know, I did actually start reading prior to that, but it was only certain books of interest. And that was when I was 24. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I really enjoyed the way he wrote. Uh, Whatever your thoughts are on it doesn't matter. Uh, It's more about just finding a way of exercising uh, reading and building it into a habit that it's not as exhausting and it's more rewarding. And I went from not liking reading, it's up until that point from 18 years old until... 24, I didn't read anything. I spent no time reading other than muscle magazines because I was really, I ideally thought that I would go down the bodybuilding route because I thought that was going to help. And it's a conversation for another time. Uh, But I did design, I started looking into learning. And then after I read a couple of books, I'm like, you know, I do like to read, but I'm not really that inspired necessarily in any specific direction. And then I met this gentleman and his sister. And uh, he was this gentleman's owner of the company that was inside of the physical therapy office. Uh, he became one of my first mentors, and he's like, "Well, what are you reading actively now?" I'm like, "Well, what do you suggest?" Oh, and at the time, I think I was reading something, but it wasn't something I was overly engaged in. I maybe read five minutes a week. And he's like, "Well, I, I I encourage you to you know start reading more towards the education necessary to be successful in this." I'm like, "All right, perfect." Well, then I I realized that I started to enjoy it. And I set myself an allowance. One, I I set myself, a. it was 30 minutes a day. I had to budget and schedule myself for 30 minutes a day to read something that involved the education that I was going through and to devote that for for my growth. It took less than a week before it went from 30 minutes to an hour. It took less time and it took less than a month before I completely set up an entirely different schedule where before I would listen to some music and you know, whatever I actually switched over and I would only listen to something educational or read something educational between 7am until 6pm. I would not do anything entertainment only. Everything had to be educational and I fell in love with it. It was something that I could not get enough of. And I got so much so that I went from 6 p.m. after the first month to 8 p.m. the following month. And that's all that I did. Any free time that I had, I listened to something educational. I built this this insane appetite to learn, read, listen, involve myself only in conversations that had to do with developing and growing. I didn't apply as much psychology back then, although I've just always had a natural knack to it this aptitude for it, but I wasn't specifically targeting that as an option. So I kind of avoided, you know, dramatic things, stuff like that at that time, because I really wanted to be able to learn as much as possible. And I learned like the body, the physiology of the body through a holistic perspective. Uh, So much so that people are like, well, what's your doctorate in? Like, no, I don't have one. That's not my area. I don't have a doctorate, but I'm very, very, very interested in this stuff. So, um, and I've, I've had that occurrence happen multiple times since again, it's because I started with this deep desire to learn and I'm never stopped. I'm still every single day I get asked, what are you listening to while you're over there, you know, doing those tasks. So if it's something that doesn't require me to be present, I'll listen to something educational it's always something driven for education because I love it. It's something that I'm just absolutely involved in and and so passionate about. But now I'm at that stage where the fruits of the labor are coming to fruition, fruition. Uh, So with that, let's start the journey now. So step by step, every step of the way, let's get there. Just take the first step, which is take the step now, declare what you want to accomplish, have that clarity. Let's take a step together that's what this entire project's all about, growing together. I really want to see us all come together and stop so much of this back and forth nonsense and bantering and these challenges and the righteousness that's between groups of people. And let's grow together. So, uh, uh, Guys, if you like this, by all means, please like this video, subscribe to the channel so you can get notifications when I do start streaming. Um, you can comment in the chat boxes as well. When the videos are streaming, leave a comment, share it with your friends, uh, whatever it is to, that you can do to contribute to this. Cause I want this to contribute to you. Uh, with that guys, it's Chad Everett. Once well, Chad Everett brochures, I'm this host of uh, the host of growing up in the wilds of suburbia. Oh, uh, thank you for your time until next time. Think critically. Let's think together. We're in this together. Let's get through it. So with that great appreciation for taking your time on the call or for the episode.